On this sixth Sunday of Easter, we have beautiful readings from the Bible that precisely fell on Mother's Day. Uh, but we also invite one of you, our parishioners, to offer a reflection on this day. Today, we welcome Ellen Quarry, who is going to share her reflections with all of us. Hello, my name is Ellen Corey, and I am the wife of Chris Corey and the mother of Sophia, Charlie, and Luca Corey. I thought I would start today by telling you a little story. Years ago, I attended a coffee talk at a woman's house hosted by the directress of the Montessori my children attended. She began the conversation by asking the parents what they hoped for, for their children. Around the room, the women answered, I want them to be happy. I want them to reach their dreams. I want them to be happy with themselves. And it went on like this. When it got to me, I promptly said, I want them to be kind. I reflected at that moment how caught up our world had become with happiness being a goal and not a byproduct that I always believed it to be. What do I mean? Well, for our kids to have those things that the moms had hoped for, there was an important concept they needed to understand about how God built us. He built us to be at our best when doing for others. Because when we do for others, we experience joy, and doing for others comes from a place of kindness. This is what motherhood is all about. I learned this from the best mother on earth, my mother, Angela Ventura, who's here with me today, I do not always measure up. She is a faith-filled, kind woman who always puts others first. In fact, she's the most selfless person I know. How lucky I am to have her as my mother. So let me go back in history to tell you about my faith journey. I was lucky to see faith in action from my mother and grandmother. Faith was a major part of their lives and therefore mine. I found like-minded friends in college and attended Sunday night mass with them. When I got married, my husband and I attended weekly mass in Chicago, and we were close to our priest. But we were part of a very small parish with little activities outside of mass and the sacraments. When I moved to Libertyville, I was overwhelmed by the size of St. Joseph. It seemed vast, and I wasn't sure I was going to like it. However, the most wonderful thing about having only one Catholic church in town is that it's easy to meet other practicing Catholics nearby. Also, because it was so large and vibrant, there were so many opportunities to get involved and engage in my faith. I joined the Mothers with Young Children group, and I participated in adult faith formation. I started with attending some evening programs, and when I found myself hungering for more, I worked really hard to get a sitter so that I could attend daytime opportunities as well. I had not really experienced adult faith formation before St. Joseph's. I found that I was a better wife, mother, friend, and person when I was actively engaged in my faith. I have continued to engage in my faith ever since. Since my experience, I feel strongly that every adult in our parish should be part of some kind of adult faith formation. Whether you're married or single, a mother or not a mother, 
you will gain a lot from engaging in your faith. For example, I participated in a St. Joseph Faith Formation class on the Mass, and it changed my experience in the Mass in such a positive way. St. Joseph's offers many ways to engage, and I participate in several of them, including the Loyola Scripture School program, Community for the Kingdom, I'm part of a rosary group, and I attend ad hoc programs our parish offers, and those offered by local parishes as well, and St. Mary of the Lake Seminary. As a cradle Catholic, I was well exposed to praying, church, the sacraments, and a little bit adoration and the rosary. However, before moving to St. Joseph Parish, I had not really studied my faith since my confirmation at the age of 17, with most of my uh, faith formation being uh, done as a child. When you think of all that we do to improve ourselves in so many ways as adults, what could be more important than growing in faith? Most of us try really hard to be good parents and successful adults. We read books, we talk to experts. In the same way, I believe we need to continue to work on formation for ourselves to really be the best wife, parent, daughter, and friend we can be. This is especially true because being a mother is not an easy vocation. Father Bob Barron preaches that love is sacrificial. It is, quote, willing the good of the other. This is very counter to our culture in many ways. However, Jesus has always been clear on this point, and the gospel writers show Mary and Joseph in this light. We have also have countless saints through the ages that demonstrate this sacrificial love in beautiful ways. Mothers, grandmothers, aunts, and caregiving adults can all relate to this message of love as we sacrifice for our kids, as we pray for our kids, as we work hard for our kids, as we give up sleep for our kids, as we hurt for our kids, and as we go to the ends of the earth for our kids. We know that someday, when they become mothers and fathers, they will do the same for their kids. I have always thought that God gave us the family unit as the most ideal way to show love. In this family unit, we parents are here to bring our children to God. This is a huge task and one that I am not always successful executing. For example, I know there is work to be done when some of my children whine about going to weekly mass or roll their eyes when I invite them to participate in family faith lessons even though they're technically done with religious education. There is a significant problem in keeping our youth involved in their faith and it is fighting against the grain to do so. However, in seeing this as my mission, it changes a lot of things. I encourage you parents and caregivers to see this as your mission too, so that we can ensure that St. Joseph and our world continues to have faith-filled Catholics. Catholicism for our children can be a great respite for these stressed out and overworked teens. I watch my daughter, who attends Carmel Catholic High School, draw on her faith along with the entire Carmel community in difficult times. My son at LHS doesn't have this opportunity through school, so I am frequently challenged to remind him of how helpful and wonderful his faith can be. There is no better mental health anecdote than to fully understand how much God loves you and how much serenity there is in knowing he is walking with you. We parents are really just caretakers of these beautiful children on this earth. We have our kids for such a short 18 years under our roof. These 18 years are filled with ups and downs, hard work, but they are also filled with love and pure joy. In Exodus 3.5, when Moses meets God at the burning bush, God asks Moses to take off his sandals, for he is stepping on holy ground. 
I try to reflect on this verse because what makes us mothers is our children, but these children are really children of God and therefore sacred ground. Every year, my sister-in-law, Lori, my cousin, Kate, and I used to meet at the St. Joseph Housewalk luncheon at the Koenig Center and confess our worst parenting moment. This was the, most, this was the moment when we revealed our most difficult and disappointing actions as a mother. Like the beautiful sacrament of confirmation, it always felt so good to get it off my chest and realize that all of us have moments of regret. However, the fact that we want to do better next time is more important. As I age, I've become more and more comfortable with asking God for help. As in the first reading in Acts, when Peter explains to Cornelius, I'm only human, I also realize I will not be successful on my own. So come, Holy Spirit, is on my breath when my son talks in a tone and manner that makes me want to scream. Come, Holy Spirit, is on my breath when my little guy throws a fit when he can't find the pullover he wants to wear to school. God, it is in your hands, was my mantra when we waited for the college decisions for my oldest child. There have been many times in my life when I have been thankful that God is in charge and that there is a bigger plan for these wonderful children that he has blessed me with. I tell my kids, I'm your frontal lobe until you're 25, which makes them grimace because it usually follows a situation when they don't agree with my decisions or directives. Unlike my early catechism, which showed only the loving side of Jesus, the Jesus I have come to know is provocative and steadfast in his goals. In this way, I am not always popular in my house, but I am steadfast in my goals and ideals for them. So back to my original story from the beginning, as I sat answering the question of what do I hope for for my children, and I answered that I hoped for kindness. It is not that I don't have expectations, because my kids will tell you I most certainly do. I expect my children to work hard and to use their gifts. I expect failure will happen, but I also expect them to pick themselves up and try again. But most importantly, I expect them to choose goodness over greatness. And in the end, to follow the greatest two commandments, love God above all things and love their neighbor as themselves. Because in doing this, they will always be happy. In leading them on this path, I will do my most important motherhood job, which is leading them to God. This is beautifully laid out in the Gospel reading today by John, when he says, Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love. And he continues, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you, and your joy may, might be complete. This is my commandment, love one another as I love you. We only have our children in our everyday a short while, so I will continue to try to savor it rather than conquer it. I will continue to be steadfast and firm on leading them to God, but I will also continue to work on remembering they are sacred ground and then I need to take off my sandals and walk with them on this journey of life. On this Mother's Day, let us reflect on how lucky we are to be part of God's flock, and let us continue to work to remain in God's love and to keep close to Him so that we really do let His joy remain in us so that we may be complete. Let me close with a prayer that we read at my Loyola Scripture School a couple of weeks ago by Maxine Schock. May you be blessed when you feel unprepared or unqualified for the task at hand and fear begins to take over your spirit. 
May it be then that you will allow God's Spirit to take over your fear. May you step aside and leave room for God to fill in the spaces and the gaps. Then, having granted God entry, may you rejoice as you watch God work in you and through you and even around you. May the Spirit of God grace and bless you. Amen. Happy Mother's Day.